0: Morning, family. So good to be with you this morning. Oh, precious memories of angels sent from somewhere to my soul. Remember that song? how they linger
1: ever near me.
0: In the sacred past unfold precious memories sing with me precious memories how they linger how they ever flood my soul oh, in the stillness of the midnight pray good morning precious memories you know I remember singing that song with my father several years before he went on to be with the Lord (laughs) I'm gonna start crying this early in the program sorry but that song meant so much to me it was the last song I was able to sing with him. And I have so many precious memories of growing up, but also I have some unprecious memories. I I have some brokenness, and I want to talk about that this morning. First of all, I want to ask you: do you all have precious memories? Do you have precious memories of your childhood? If you do this morning, we're gonna honor those memories. This morning, we're gonna lift them up. And this morning, we're going to dive deep into healing. Because I believe God wants us to look back on our childhood, no matter how broken and how hard it was and has been, and maybe possibly still is. But he wants to see us to see precious memories and this morning, we're believing, Lord, we're expecting a healing of your people. God, we come before the throne. We are broken people, and we are looking for restoration. We thank you for being here this morning, and I want to thank you all for being here this morning. Um, I want to bring on my precious wife here, and uh, let's see. Let's bring her on. Got, uh, Shanita, are you there with me? I just added you to the stage here. Let's see. Oh, no, you should be on right now. There we go.
1: What a delight. I remember how special it was to sing with your dad. And what was the other one you sang with him when we were at Williams Chapel?
0: Yeah, we sang Old Rugged Cross. We sang some great songs. But I want to ask you about your memories of your childhood. Do you have precious memories of your childhood?
1: I'm so, so thankful. I mean, I I can't give enough gratitude to my parents for the way they raised me. And a lot of people say that in a PK home, you live in a glass house. But I felt very um, protected and not like I was always being uh, examined or compared or judged.
0: Yeah. They
1: they did a, an amazing job parenting.
0: I'm yeah, sure. you you have uh, fantastic parents, but Shanita, I'm going to talk this morning about even peak children of uh, PK's uh, uh preachers kids which you were. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to talk about how even being rela- uh, uh, raised in a spiritual home there still can be brokenness. Um, we all are broken. Yeah. We all have mm-hmm. a point of a weakness in the armor that the Satan wants to get through. But he you did. do have great parents, mm-hmm. and I believe uh, you do, did have a great childhood. But we're, we're going to ask God uh, for some healing this morning. So anyway, well, I'll bring you on a little bit later, and we'll do some uh, praise reports and prayer requests.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. God bless you. All right. That's my uh, precious, precious wife. Precious memories. Some of them have. Some of us have precious memories, and some of us, you know, we have mixed memories. Precious memories and not-so-precious memories. And we're here this morning believing that God is going to allow us to leave on a higher level in which we came in. Good morning this morning to Denise. It looks like Cosmer, uh, 12. 12. uh, I love you guys. I appreciate you all showing up. And um, if you need prayer, go to David Heavener, uh, uh, David at DavidHeavener.tv. Put in the subject line "Pray for me." We want to pray for you. And if you want to pray for us, send us an email and tell us you're praying for us. Precious memories. Some of us not so precious memories. Some of us have mixed memories. We struggle. We, we've given our life to Christ, but yet it seems like an uphill climb. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you folks. And I preach the gospel, and I know many of you all preach the gospel, but I struggle. There's times I struggle to, 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 to get from one day to the other. They said, David, well, uh, you know, Christians, when you accept Christ, everything becomes hunky-dory. Really? Really? What Bible are you reading? Because that's not in my Bible. If it is, maybe they left a page out or something. Why? Because we each and every one of us have an inner child. Someone said, I think it was a Jesuits actually said, give me a child until the age of seven and I'll show you the man. What does that mean? From the time we're born, even before we are born, in the womb up until the age of seven, whatever we digest, whatever's laid upon us is who we carry on into adulthood. And many of us, I'm going to say almost all of us have brokenness. And this morning we're going to deal with it, including myself. You see, God I'm a Christian. I've got more struggles than people that don't even know you. That's because you have the knowledge. That's because you have the wisdom. See, people that don't have knowledge and wisdom, they don't even, I mean, they know good from evil, but they don't they don't uh, uh, they, they don't ponder on it. They don't think about it. It doesn't do any. You see, you're awake. I'm awake. God has lo- allowed us to wake up, watch and now to warn. Thank God for it. Thank God for your struggles. What has religion sold us? I'm going to talk about that. I'm not talking about spirituality. I'm talking about religion. We're going to unpack that suitcase full of lies and get to the truth. According to God's word. Bible says we'll be persecuted. By outside forces, not by ourselves. Let me say that again. Someone said to me, David, because I told him I was going to preach this message. Well, David, you you should expect to hurt inside. You should expect to deal with what you're going through. Because the Bible said, Jesus said we're going to be persecuted. I said, wait a minute. Jesus was talking about persecution from the outside in. The enemy persecuting God's people, not us persecuting ourselves. And when our inner child is broken, we have a persecution that that is within us. Demons. We're getting rid of them. We're serving the eviction notice. The demons of generational curse, as it's passed on from grandparent to parent down to grandchild, continuing on. Going to be broken this morning. but where does the hurt come from? What's the origin of this hurt? Many of us were injured as children. I know I was, but have we fully recovered? You say, David, I gave my life to the Lord. I I know you did. So did I. We gave our lives to God, but did we give our children to God? In other words, we can be saved, but still, still not be delivered. Let me say that again. We can be saved, but yet still not be delivered. Delivered from the hurt, from the pain, from the brokenness that happened to us when we were children. Your faith has made you whole, he said to the woman with the 12 years' issue of blood. Your faith has made you whole. What does that mean? It means not just being healed physically, but in body, mind, and soul. Physical, mental, and emotional. We have been healed. Possibly physically. Maybe you've been healed of a disease. You've got a great testimony. Maybe you've been healed in your mind. The way you think, because, you know, we have the mind of Christ. But have you, have I been healed emotionally? That little child that lives within you, the little girl, the little boy that you carry and I carry inside of me every day. And that little boy and that little girl is with tears in their eyes is saying, somebody help me. I'm, I'm, I'm broken. I'm hurt this morning we're going to deal with it most children are abused i'm going to say it folks we're going to get into this i'm not going to i i I refuse i refuse to hold anything back most children most children almost all children have been abused i'm going to say that and i'm going to explain why because you see scripture details children details parents how to raise children yeah, i said details oh yeah well uh, the christian counselor said the bible doesn't talk much hogwash god is not going to allow parents to have children without the knowledge of what to do in the way of raising the child it's not going to happen that's not my god that's not your god god's word is complete But uh, I had a good childhood Good parents Good upbringing Well thank God for that But I can assure you That there is some brokenness going on And if it hasn't been dealt with It's still the little girl, little boy Affecting your life Well my parents took me to church Well whoop-de-doo Demons go to church too I walk into churches now, especially these big ones, because they can hide out. The more people, the easier it is for demons to operate. I'm going to say that. The more people, the easier it is for demons to operate, because they can hide out. Somebody gave me a thumbs up. Perhaps your parents did take you to church, but also did they take you into religion? And what is that? Anytime someone puts denomination or tradition on the same level as truth, as spirituality, we're talking about religion. It is from the pits of hell. Jesus dealt with it and nailed him to the cross. And we're dealing with it today. Perhaps your parents were kind. Maybe they were moral, good people. But they didn't talk about God. There was no God. For many of us, we've been abandoned emotionally. And that's abuse. I was raised in a middle to lower class neighborhood of Louisville, Kentucky. Lots of parents, you know, getting drunk, beating their kids, a lot of violence. And I was a victim of abuse. And if you guys have been a victim of abuse, I want you to to raise, to tell me in chat if the Lord allows you to do so. Sometimes you don't want to talk about it. But if you've been a victim of abuse as a child, or even as an adult, And usually people that have been abused as adults, uh, usually they were abused as children. They just carried on, trying to fix it, okay? Excuse me, I have to take a drink, my coffee. By the way, this is my uh, little bear cup. My uh, granddaughter gave me a cup, said Papa Bear, and this is little bear, this is her cup. I was a victim of abuse. But but here's where it got crazy i I was raised in a, in a home where my parents took me to church but yet they were abusive they their 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 form of of correction of discipline was it was outright abuse. I'm not going to go into details, but I was physically abused. I was also emotionally abused. My mother she came from an alcoholic father and she didn't know how to connect with her firstborn son, her only son, and, and she had a, 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 a man problem, a guy problem, and she abandoned me emotionally. I didn't know it at the time, but I was abandoned emotionally. But yet, I went to church, and there were good things my parents did, so I had mixed, mixed memories that I've had to deal with. I want to know, okay, Lori says I was a victim of abuse by my father. God bless you, Lori. Praying for you. Ronald, we used to get the worst beating with a thick belt. Ronald, that was abuse. God be with you. God protect you. God heal you this morning. Go ahead, say it. If, if, if you were abused this morning, your little girl, little boy wants to speak, let him speak. Go ahead and say it in chat. Colette says, I think many lots are abandoned. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. But something happened when I was seven years old. See, even though you're abused, you were abused, God has his hand on you. If he did, you wouldn't. If he didn't, you wouldn't be here right now. But when I was seven years old, I was in church. I'll never forget. It was on a Sunday night. It was about 7 o'clock. And the preacher's music started playing, just as I am. You know, just as I am. And the preacher said, if anyone wants to give their life to, to, to the Lord right now, I want you to. I knew I knew that was for me he was calling me forward and I went as a little seven-year-old boy I went up to the front and I, I'll never forget we had an altar at that time we had an altar at that time and I kneeled down on that altar and I looked up that big old preacher he was bigger than a monster and he looked down at me and he said son do you really mean this are you really really ready for this I said, yeah, preacher, I am. I gave my life to the Lord at seven years old. I've had people tell me, David, no, you didn't. And I'm telling you right now, I gave my life to God at seven. God took me over at seven years old and did a supernatural event. How old were you all when you became saved, when you gave your life to the Lord for the first time? Tell me. I want to see it in chat. Okay, I see that. You're crying out to God for healing. We're praying for you. But you see, folks, through the abuse, through the abandonment, my God did not forsake me. My God was looking down and says, I want that little boy. He belongs to me. He's mine. At seven years old. That night, my life changed. You see, demons had no... No jurisdiction over me during that time. From that time on, yeah, did have I been hammered? Yes, have I? Uh, had pro yes, but they had no real jurisdiction over the children of God. Let's talk about what the Bible says about raising children. Some people say, David, what does the Bible say? And possibly this morning. You're a parent, and you're going to look back and go, my gosh, I have abandoned my children. My goodness, I have not raised them in the ways of the Lord, whatever. It's not too late, folks. I'm here to tell you it is not too late. If your children are still living and breathing, if your mother and father are still living and breathing, this is a a time of forgiveness, a time of restoration. This is not a time of mourning and saying, my goodness, it's too late. No, there is hope. Matthew, let's go to Proverbs 22, six. Proverbs 22, six. Start children off on the way they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. Folks, this was so important in my life that my mother and father planted seeds, seeds of spirituality in my life. And I got so far off of it. I went to Hollywood and I got into such craziness, such dark stuff. And I want to tell you a little story. I was... I was living like hell. I was in my 20s. I was in Hollywood. I was making movies, working you know, with stars and, and doing all that stuff, right? Living in la-la land. But I was miserable. I was miserable. And I'm on Venice Beach and I'm walking down with two of my friends, two, uh, two other guys, and we're joking around. It was a Sunday morning. I've been so far from God for so long, caught up in the world. And all of a sudden I looked over and I saw a man. And he was there on Venice Beach. And he was had a big old cross. He had a he was holding up a, a big cross. I'm talking, this guy was about six foot, and this cross was probably seven, eight feet. And he was preaching the gospel. He was preaching forgiveness. He was preaching restoration. He was preaching prodigal children come home. And as I walked past him, I looked and I couldn't take my eyes off of him. And I walked about 100 yards. And of course, my buddies were just laughing and making fun of of this man with the cross. But I had to stop. My two friends kept walking Then they realized I wasn't with them anymore and they stopped. They turned around, looked at me and said, David, what are you doing? I said, I have to go back. They said, what? I said, I have to go back. Back to what? I said to that man with the cross. (laughs) They just looked at me like deer in headlights. So I turned around. And I walked back to that man. And I looked at him with tears in my eyes. He said, son, I, I was talking to you and you walked by. I said, I know that. I felt the spirit. He said, do you want me to pray for you? I said, would you? I got on my knees right there in Venice Beach in front of all those people. I didn't care. I got on my knees. He laid his hand on my head, and he prayed for me. I'll never forget. He said, thank you, God, for bringing your prodigal son home. I must have been there 15 or 20 minutes as he prayed for me, crying tears pouring down my eyes, down my face. Years of walking away from Jesus. That day I came back on Venice Beach. That day I returned to God. You see, when you're a child of God, he's never going to let you go. You're going to go away, possibly, but God's never going to let you go if you're his child. And he didn't let me go. You see, God knew I was broken inside. Even at that time, I didn't understand my brokenness. And he knew that brokenness, that little boy was struggling inside and making wrong decisions. I had the mind of Christ, but I had a little boy living in me that had not been healed. <laughs> but you see, the reason I came back to the man with the cross was because the way my, the seeds my mother and father planted in my life. Parents either bring their children to God or they bring their children to religion. Sunday school. I'm gonna say it again. Parents either bring their children to God. How do you do that? Through scripture, because that's the truth. That's the way. Jesus is the word. Jesus said, I am the truth, I am the way. No one comes to the Father except through me. But many parents right now are just taking their children to a church. They don't know who's teaching Sunday school. They're bringing them to religion. We need to bring our children to Scripture, folks. Scripture. Why? Because the kingdom of God belongs to children, that little child inside of you. The kingdom of God belongs to that child inside of you. The child inside of me. That's why this morning that child is being healed right now as we speak. There's miracles going on right now all over people hearing the sound of my voice. Not because of me speaking, but I'm believing it's because of God speaking, because of you and I together communing as the body of Christ is one. Let's go to Matthew 19, 14. Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Let me say that again. Jesus said, I'm paraphrasing, let these children come to me. Don't keep them from me because the kingdom of heaven belongs to these children. But you see, through the ages, we've you know ushered kids off to church, off to religion, off to mindless, spiritual-less, bible studies read the scripture but they have no power now parents bring your children to god you see david my children are grown doesn't matter they're still your children god entrusted you with them just because they hit a certain age doesn't mean all of a sudden you're exempt from not being a parent or me not being a parent my children are still my children i want them to call me my mother and father are not here anymore, but I used to call my mother all the time and talk to her about things. She did more parenting with me from the time I was, you know, 30 years old to the time I was 60 than any time during her life. And I'm going to get into that in a moment. Let's go to Deuteronomy 6, 6, 6, through 7, 6 and 7, Deuteronomy 6, 6 and 7. These commandments I that I give you today are to be in your hearts. The word of God is to be in your heart. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down, when you get up. You do not plop them in front of the television or let them watch Disney. You get out that Bible. You read a scripture to your child. I don't care if your child is 50 years old. Call them up. John, Jack, June, Julie. I know you're a grandparent yourself, but I'm going to read you a scripture. Really? Mom? Dad? What? Yeah. Well, you never did that before. I know, but you're still my child. It's never too late. Okay what do you want to read? And God will give you the scripture to read to them. They might think you're nuts at the beginning. That's okay, let them think you're nuts. Call them every morning. May I call you, John, every seven o'clock? All I want, give me 60 seconds, John. Julie, can I call you at seven? Well, sure, mom. I mean, it means that much to you. Sure, dad. Okay, great. Set your alarm. One minute to seven. Ask God, what scripture do I give my child this morning? Do it. I guarantee you. Give it a month. Lives will change. (laughs) Lives will change. Let's talk about the brokenness. You've been broken, I've been broken. We have hurt. My little David inside, he cries, he hurts. Your little John, your little Denise, your little Betty, the little one inside of you, looking for love. Are you saved? Yes, you are. This morning, you're going to be delivered, the little one inside. You see, Jesus knew that we would be abused. He he knew what would happen to children. I want you to go to uh, Matthew 18.6. Matthew 18.6. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me. You ever see children, they just believe. That's why I believe all children go to heaven, because they just believe. It's only when they get older that people say, you can't do that anymore. That's stupid. That's dumb. Why are you doing that? And all of a sudden, we get shamed. So we start acting like, I don't know, adults. (laughs) Start having religion. But all children know God. So Matthew says, 18.6, if anyone causes one of these little ones, these children, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Now I got people out there saying, David, this pertains to uh, Christians. Uh, Well, I don't care because God has no age limit. See, when God looks at you and looks at me, we're his little children. See you as 60 years old or 70 or 50 or whatever. He sees you as his child. When I look at my kids, even though they're older, I don't see them as 25 or 30. I still see them as my little children. That's how God sees you. That's how God sees me. Whoever causes one of these to stumble. Folks, when we don't raise children in the ways of the Lord, we're causing them to stumble. Now, let me explain something to you. If you made a mistake like I've made mistakes in parenting, that doesn't mean a millstone's tied around your neck. Why? Because you have grace, because you have forgiveness. God understands. See, your parents were broken. They passed it on to you. You become broken. Maybe pass it on to your children. Maybe they pass it on. But right now we can stop the generational curse, the generational brokenness. God wants to do it. Yeah, Rhonda says when she was 30, her and her mom had the most in-depth talks. See, my mother, she abused me when I was little. Why? Because she was abused. She didn't know any different. But as she grew up and she got older, she became my greatest friend. She became my mother, my greatest love other than my wife. It hurt so bad when she went to be with the Lord. But my mother wasn't a religious person, meaning she didn't talk about God all the time, but she just displayed the things of God. Matter of fact, I never heard my mother pray out loud until she was 80 years old. I was in her living room. God said, I want you to start a Bible study in your mother's living room. First time I ever heard my mother pray out loud was when she was, I think she was turning 80. But yet my mother did more for me than any, most Christians would ever do. She walked the walk. She didn't just talk the talk. As a matter of fact, she didn't talk the talk. She told me too many times, she said, the problem I have with Christians, David, is they got two ears and one mouth and yet they want to shoot their mouth off and not listen. My mother was a great listener. And I didn't feel like I was being judged. You see, so so in my later years, she knew that she had abused me. I know she knew that. I never brought it up to her. There was no need. But, but she was part of my healing. She was part of my healing the brokenness. Let's go to Isaiah 49, 15, 16. Isaiah 49, 15, 16. Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. You see, possibly your parents, your mother, father has forgotten you. They abandon you, but God says, I will not forget forget you. God has always been there for you. But many of us adults are walking around broken, hurt, chipped, little child inside. This is how we see the world. And I want to talk about four things that we can do that's going to heal the brokenness. And then we're going to pray for a healing. And we're going to believe it. We're going to command that healing. John says through the blood of Jesus, amen. Amen. Mira says, I've abandoned my nephews, and I mourn about it every day. Mira, let me tell you something. I believe God's speaking to you right now, and he's going to open a door for you to connect with your nephews in some supernatural way. Just watch for that when he does be ready to walk through the door. Colette says, those who come like children means we come. need and are humble yes that's so true Colette when you come as a child you come saying I believe I am humble and that's what we're doing this morning first thing is we need to approach the altar folks we need to approach the altar Altars have been taken out of churches. And they've been taken out of churches for a reason, because Satan does not want people to bow before God. I'm going to say it again. Satan hates it when God's children bows before God. So he's taken the altars out of churches. Why? Because in modern day, altars represent repentance and repentance means there's something wrong with you and many seeker friendly churches don't want to give that message they don't want to say oh, oh I, there's something wrong with you cuz then people might run away and not donate put money in the offering plate but not not here number 1 we have the altar and we're going to approach the altar right now we're going to ask for forgiveness David, forgiveness? Yeah. Whoever injured us, whether your mother, your father, your aunt, your uncle, when you were a child, you you were broken. Right now, Lord, I forgive. The slate is wiped clean, Lord. Lay your hand, Father, on my little child inside of me. God is right now putting his hands on many of you over your heart. Do you feel God's hand on your heart? He's right now, he's healing that inner child inside of you. No more tears. Say, God, I forgive. And you say, God, would you forgive me? I've done some things in my life I'm not proud of. I didn't raise my kids the way I should have. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. Or I haven't treated my mother and father the way I should have treated them. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. You say, God, would you help me forgive myself? right now there's forgiveness going on all over the world as your little child is now forgiven and being forgiven next thing is we have gratitude. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. But my soul, in
1: the stillness of
0: the night, pray. there is one memory i want to talk about the memory of my lord jesus christ of your lord two thousand years ago hanging on the cross he hung on the cross his blood was shed for you and i when he was on that cross your name my name crossed his mind and the memory of the father looking down his son i believe with tears in his eyes oh these memories they flood my soul let's ponder on the blood of jesus that memory of jesus not only dying on the cross but resurrecting from the dead the power of god raise jesus back to the throne to offer the blood so you and I would have eternal salvation, praise God. Oh, precious
1: memories, how they linger, how
0: they ever flood my
1: soul all
0: along. in the stillness of the midnight, praise your secret seats unfold. Perhaps this morning, I believe you've been healed. You feel the hand of God on your heart. And there was a manifestation of God's power, of His love, of His miracles going through your body. I want you to take your hand right now and put it over your heart. Just take your hand and put it right over your heart. Right now, In the name of Jesus Christ, we stand on the blood of Jesus. Father, we're commanding a healing over each and every one of your people. That these broken memories will turn into precious memories. Right now, people, there are, there's transformations happening all over the world. People listening live, people going to hear this on a download. God's people are being healed. pray oh,
1: precious
0: Father loving Mother may fly across the lonely
1: years
0: and old home scenes of my childhood. In far, these memories appear. Precious memories, that sing it one more time. Oh, precious memories, Lord,
1: how they linger, yeah, how
0: how they ever flood my soul.
1: Night.
0: Precious secret sings unfold, Precious secret sings unfold, Praise God. People have been healed this morning. Maybe you've got a physical ailment right now. In the name of Jesus, we're commanding that healing. You have loneliness right now. Father, we're asking that you put a blanket of comfort over that loneliness, that that loneliness is obliterated and gone. Right now, families are being restored. Say, David, I haven't seen it. You don't need to see it. It's happening in the spirit world, then it manifests in the flesh, but we must believe. There's been forgiveness this morning at the altar. You've forgiven others, they've forgiven you, you've forgiven yourself, you've asked God for forgiveness. And the last thing is praise. We praise you, Lord, we praise you, Father, and we thank you in Jesus' name. I'm going to bring my wife on here and see if we have uh, any prayer requests. A little Shelly, God bless you. Um, uh, Let's see here. See if we can bring her there. There we go. All right. Good morning, Shanita.
1: Wow. I mean, so much hurt, but so much healing. And I'm seeing where... Our audience is sharing that they're willing to forgive the abusers, and what a mm. powerful thing.
0: Powerful. She, I'm believing this hour we've spent together on this, what date okay. is this, the twenty eighth day, it's on a Sunday of June uh, January. there right now has been healing, major mm-hmm. healing all over the world. Mm-hmm. and people watching this on a download later on, they're going to be healed, tears coming down their eyes. Mm-hmm. Restoration. And you don't have to be necessarily horribly abused, but there's little things in your life that just it just didn't meet up. It, things didn't connect, but now God mm-hmm. is connecting it. So uh, that's the praise report. Do we have any prayer requests?
1: Well, and we do have several praise reports, but maybe I'll save those for tomorrow night. We are praying, um, Shelly, for your son and daughter-in-law, and Riley, for your mom, for Roberta, for your nephew, Carmen, for your outreach, Lyle, for your grandpa, Golda, for Chris, Pete, and Nick, Sherry, for your hip, and um, Anna, for your friend, Cindy, and Sunshine, for your friend, and... uh, the rest of the prayer case, just please send those in to admin at davidheavener.tv. Our team meets tomorrow night to pray.
0: Yeah, Shanita. Um, I'm hoping people are watching us on David Heavener TV. And um, mm-hmm. if not, if you all could go and sign up. Um, if you do, go sign up now. You can be with We have a underground only for members only right tomorrow night. And uh, mm-hmm. over not 900 videos uh, that you're not going to, mm-hmm. a lot of them you won't see in other places. And we deal with demonic possession, oppression, uh, mm-hmm. sleep paralysis, um, astral projection, the alien-demon connection, abuse, deal with that. We have the Last Evangelist TV series on there, too. Um, <clears throat> and also, if um, you all would like to support the ministry, um we would really appreciate it. First of all, we need your prayers, number one. Number two is if God leads you to uh, support us, you can go to davidhebner.tv forward slash give or text the word chosen to 91999. Or you can, uh, what do they call Shanita? What phone number?
1: 844-806-0006.
0: All right, awesome. Okay, and uh, don't forget about Last Evangelist, too. If you want to go to lastevangelist.com and be part of the TV series, we could use your help We you
1: have some gospel. exciting announcements coming up.
0: We do. About, okay, yeah. we're going to be praying, going to the Lord in prayer. Thank you, Shanita, for being with us. I love you. And
1: mm-hmm. I love you. You Thank have you.
0: made so many precious memories for me, folks. Let's go to the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for always being faithful, always doing what you say. Though we have not, we've failed. Thank you, Lord, for your altar. Thank you for allowing us to cry tears. Thank you for all the children that have been healed this morning, the little children inside of us that we will never be the same. We will leave on a higher level than which we came in. So every name that came out of Shanita's mouth, and even those that couldn't reach her, we're praying for those, Lord. We're asking for healings, for restoration, for guidance, for protection. I pray for my family. Protection. Pray for each and every family out there that's listening to the sound of my voice. Protection. We pray for the children that are caught up in human trafficking, the children that that demons want to wipe away. We're asking to change the mind of that young mother who's contemplating that. Thank you for allowing us to stand on the blood of your son, the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name. So good being with you guys as we go out. I want to sing Amazing Grace. Because without that Amazing Grace... You and I wouldn't be here right now. I love you all so much. Amazing grace. How sweet, how sweet the sound. It saved, it saved rich like me. Yeah. I once was lost, Lord, but now I'm found. Was blind, I was blind, but now I see. Praise God. Love you guys. Uh, Just again, I want to remind you that... um, we have uh, a get-together tomorrow night, Monday night, every Monday night, 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, uh, and I want to invite you to that. You can watch it on davidheavener.tv. Also, again, I want to remind you of our books, True Power, How to Use Your True Power in These Last Days, and The Story of My Life. Uh, so many things I have never talked about, in Times investigation about what's happened in Hollywood, mind control, the whole gamut, and then also... Uh, the end times dvd um, we have a few of these left and also we have a few of the last evangelist dvd of the tv series 844 uh, 806 or you can go to uh forward slash order uh, again if you'd like to if you need prayer david at davidheavener.tv in the subject line pray for me if you'd like to pray for us put that in the subject line if you would like to um Be a monthly partner. Go to davidheavener.tv forward slash give. I love you all. Thank you, Ronald. Thank you, 12. Thank you, Denise. God bless you all. Remember, you never really lived until you found someone worth dying for. Like Jesus died for you and he died for me. Jesus Christ. I love you all. God bless you.